Welcome to the Unstoppable Force Podcast. I'm Guy. And I'm Rob. And this week we're going to be talking about Stadia. Yeah, just uh, actually officially... Launched today, right? Yeah. Well, Tuesday. Tuesday the 19th. Yep. And it's just the Founders Edition and Premiere Edition. Mm-hmm. And, that, and then there's the Base Edition that comes out in 2020. Right. And I think it's kind of funny, actually, because we, we talked about Stadia... In uh, one of our first episodes, right? Wasn't it like the it was fourth? One of the, yeah, one of the beginning episodes, definitely. Back when we when we were recording this in my basement. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. guess so we, we kind of made an upgrade. Now we now we record in a different room, <laughs> in the same house. <laughs> well, we went up a floor. Yeah. So we yeah we upgraded. Okay. Um. But yeah, <laughs> I think like between then and now, there's a ton more information about it, and I think people have a better grasp on exactly how it's going to work compared to when we originally talked about it. So Right, or how they say it's going to work. Yeah. So there's a lot to unpack. A lot yeah. of reviews and um, people got... The, they, they basically, they got a, uh, like a review copy of it mm-hmm. and um, like all the major outlets have like put out their reviews now. Yeah. Because um, today is like the release day. So I think it was like the last... I think it was yesterday actually the reviews hit the internet. Yeah. So this is super yeah. fresh. Oh yeah. And it's weird, like you kind of, sort of expect that some features wouldn't really be there, but if they're gonna review like this whole thing, like give them everything to review. Right. And tell us like so they can give us a full review on what is good about the stuff we're gonna get. Because if <laughs> I think a voice chat was missing on yeah. the review edition. And but, then, like, a whole button on the controller was missing. Oh, yeah, yeah the assistant button. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just didn't work. I think it's on there, but... Well, yeah, no, it's out now if you get it, like, yeah. if you buy it. But, um, I, specifically, the assistance button uh, stood out to me just because I can't imagine it, like, not working if it's, like, the review copy. And also, I would, just, I would guess that the features on that would be rather extensive, right? Yeah, I mean, it's basically you can do a bunch of stuff with it. Like, uh, it's like voice commands. Yeah, yeah like on Google Assistant, you can. Sounds like, like a connect. Back in the connect sort of, days. I mean, it's like Siri, so it's mm-hmm. like doing the same thing you can do with Siri uh, or Google Assistant, because yeah, you know, and you can just tell it to do stuff from your controller. So I bet you can like pull up games from it and search and do other stuff with it. So it's like kind of seamless. I don't know why they didn't let people review that, because I would have messed around with that a ton and like. You know, seeing what all the different voice commands mm-hmm. were. And yeah, like the potential, uh, like that you, the stuff you can get by using that that you can't get with other games. Because I feel, right. I feel like if you can access uh, like guides easier or just pulling up games super quickly, then you just go for it. Instead of navigating a bunch of menus, you're just skipping over all of that. Well, it's kind of like, um, like I mentioned before, Connect. Yeah. When you had that, you can like do voice commands to like turn your Xbox on and off, or you can be like, "Launch Assassin's Creed." Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Brotherhood. Exactly. Um, picked Brotherhood because it's been forever since <laughs> the Connect's been around. Oh yeah. Um, I don't think people people actually didn't really like it that much. I I know I had one, and like sometimes, uh, you would like talk, and it would just think that you said that you wanted uh, to turn off your xbox oh, yeah. <laughs> just like turn off oh, your yeah. xbox i mean in college this one this, <laughs> this guy had it had i don't know if it was connect but it was like around the time they started having the xbox listen without the connect mm-hmm. and someone just kept saying xbox turn off 
And then, yes, yes, yelling yes while the guy's yelling, no, no. <laughs> Just, like, screwed him. Uh-huh. Um, so they, they didn't have those, those features. Yeah. But even without that stuff, you know, I think the, the general consensus has been very meh. Yeah, I think it's because we still don't understand who the hell is going to buy this. Yeah. I think that's the main thing. It's like, this is cool. I can do this, but... Um, uh, it's not like I'm getting anything more than just having a PC or console right at the moment. Well, I and also on top of that, you know, everyone already has an Xbox One. Everyone yeah. has a PlayStation Four or a PC. Yeah. So it's not like there's something to replace, really. You know. Um, but to to kind of go into some of the features, or uh, rather, or Lack what the <laughs> no, good what the um the features of it were, are going to be or are supposed to be. Um, one of the things is that it's, it has a lower input lag than the xCloud okay. and GeForce Now. So those are like the other two cloud streaming game platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say that they're supposed to have like negative latency uh, because they run games at a higher frame rate than the 60 FPS so that when they send it to you, it's like makes up for the uh i guess like the slower speed okay so it's not like it's trying to catch up with the frames then because yeah. like if you're trying to get catch up to 60 it's gonna go and it's like oh pull more in versus well we already have it if it drops them off it's okay yeah so they're like they're putting it up higher and then like only giving us 60 and then okay. i don't know what, what they're actually running it at but they probably have to run it pretty high i would guess like 70 80 90 yeah i don't know um but then there's also like i I didn't hear actually about this when we originally talked about this they have like some sort of like i don't know i guess you can call like an ai where essentially it it tries to predict the next input you make but the the people who reviewed it game yeah okay so like it's trying to like predict what you'll do next so that it will do it I guess, like, before you do it or, like, quicker than you would do it. But the thing is, like, people who did the review, um, they they tested out, I guess, like, whether or not you, like, go to shoot, but you stop and you don't pull the trigger, like, will the game shoot for you? But it doesn't. So I'm not actually sure how it works. Like, maybe if you just barely touch it, it'll then start sending the information. I bet it, it just hosts... I bet it just sends parts of like what it thinks you're gonna do so like not like the next step but like they can kind of guess what the next frame of the game is going to be okay it's like it's like um uh there's there's this video by mkbhd where he was kept downloading and uploading this one video on youtube to see the compression rate Mm-hmm. And over he uploaded like a thousand it did it a thousand times and it was just a video of him talking. At a certain point, the parts of the video stayed the same because it wasn't moving, but like he would move and it gets all distorted. So mm-hmm. they could just fill in the sort of static placement of the game and kind of like pull that to you so they know what the next like, parts okay. of the frame might be. I think it possibly makes, makes anyway. like sense. It's hard to tell though, and it's hard to like test. Yeah, and I don't think anyone really understands what that means. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they they're calling it like negative latency because the idea was that it's supposed to be like you don't have any latency at all. But there's been already tests that have come out, um, like comparing what it would what the the latency if you played on like an Xbox versus if you play on a Stadia, and it seemed like it was typically like 
around 40 milliseconds extra. Like, okay, so maybe, like, their negative latency is, like, sort of like a phantom, like, latency that they're kind of coming up with because of them, like, trying to drop these frames that they're sending. They're definitely like, working way harder than the other two companies to give, like, yeah, super low latency. Because, like, does it matter? Like, I don't really understand, like, if your latency... I guess, like, that if your connection has to do with, like, if you're going to get killed by somebody in mm-hmm. Call of Duty, I guess that matters. Well, I guess... Is that kind of what it's supposed to be for? Because if it's just, like, a single-player game, why does it matter? Like, you're, if it's seamless and you keep doing it and there's no lag or... or, or jittery like movements or anything well, does it really matter i think you kind of came up with like a good point with like multiplayer because i i think that this is like fascinating because technically everything's sort of local oh like on their servers. servers so like two different players will have maybe like let's assume they have the same latency one of them is shoots the other and i guess like there's not like a it's not like somebody has an advantage but okay. the servers, like what you're seeing, is happening slightly after what you're inputting. Yeah. Um, and I, like you said, for single player games, it's like who cares? Yeah. Um, unless it's like a little too high, in which case, like you know, you you shoot and then it you might noticeably yeah, not shoot. Yeah. Um, but with this, it, it it only like an extra thirty milliseconds, forty milliseconds. You're not gonna notice. Yeah, that too negligible. Strong. Um, but then also, related to the latency and, and what you just said, actually, if you were to use the controller that they come with, um, or like the, the Stadia controller, it's supposed to connect wirelessly directly to your internet, so that it doesn't have to like connect to your like device, yeah, yeah, yeah. and okay. then the device connects to the internet, and then it gets sent to, to uh, okay. Google servers. So you're talking to the server basically directly and then the server sending the information to whichever Mm. device that is streaming to right so that like reduces latency Mm. but the thing is is it's a 70 dollar fucking controller and everyone's gonna buy it so xbox controller is like 60 bucks nope it's 40 bucks well now yeah (laughs) oh i'm sorry after a while it goes down in price i guess i mean i think they were like only 60 bucks at like at launch yeah so, I guess you could like yeah, but, argue ten dollars extra for the realize, Wi-Fi or whatever. I mean, I guess the basic argument is you're paying that price, that price for a console, effectively. Mm-hmm. Especially like maybe not right now with like because I because I think um uh at at launch the controller only works with uh, Chromecast Ultra that's shipping with the controllers, mm-hmm. but on base launch in 2020, I guess it's a firmware update that they're gonna be able to use the controller. With whatever Chromecast. Wait, so do you have to like plug it in then in order to use it, or does it just like not work? Uh, for like the Chromecast, I think you just can't use it because Chromecast only works through Wi-Fi. Right, but I'm saying like, oh, wait, wait, for so for Chromecast, but I, I can still Chromecast. play it on like my computer or my phone. Right, but, you, but then I have to plug it in. Right. Okay. But I think they're fixing that on. That's on what base. the firmware updates. Yeah, be. yeah, but the, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about if um you have the controller and you want to play. Um, on your Chromecast, I don't. Know, uh, okay, it's like a, it's like a console. So mm-hmm. you're basically paying in the seventy dollars because base is going to be free. So you buy a game. That's you're going to buy a game if you're buying a console. So now you're paying. You're basically paying for a seventy dollar console with your with the controller. Right. That is, so like you can't think of it just as a controller. It's a I mean, console that you're getting and then you're going to buy games through. After three years, though, it's three hundred and sixty bucks. Which what what is the what, what do you mean? 
So if you were, if you were, oh, no, because it's so free. I'm, uh, right, you know, yeah, right, right, because the base. So, yeah. Um, I'm thinking of it still as like the $10 a month. So if it's like $10 a month and you pay for that, I guess you like almost pay for a whole console right. in three years. Right. What is the, what, what, how many years between Xbox 360 and Xbox One? It's a lot of years, right? I don't, know. Like, I don't know. I can find that out. Because I guess it, you can, you know, run some math and say like if Stadia comes out, yeah. What is like the conversion rate? You know, if I if I take five years to come out with it, or if like Microsoft takes five years to come out with its mm. next console, mm-hmm. and I pay for uh, Stadia Pro or whatever, yeah. Um, I'm essentially going to spend more right. than if I just got the console. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but you're also paying for a service for these games like you would pay with Xbox Pass, right? Yeah, but I think you so, can, um, if you buy three years of, this is actually really, everyone do this if you don't know how to do this yet. You buy three years of Google, or sorry, um, Xbox. of Xbox Gold, you can then upgrade it to include Xbox Games Pass for a dollar a month for every month of your Xbox Gold. So you will get three years of Xbox Games Pass for $1 a month Damn. if you get Xbox Gold for three years. Yeah. So, okay. so I, really quickly, as well, yeah. they're, they're also doing like six months of free Spotify, mm-hmm. one month of free EA Access, three months of Nitro, um, Discord Nitro, and also three months, um, $1 a month for the Games mm-hmm. Pass right now. Mm-hmm. So... Yes, that's all true, but Microsoft is straight up giving everything away mm-hmm. to get people on the Games Pass. And we're not paid by Xbox. And they also have like 150, 200 games on there, mm-hmm. and every game that comes out is going to be immediately up there, and they come out with like several games a year. They own like eight different AAA studios. It's just, I mean, it's just, it's just hard for like somebody like Google to come in and try to like yeah. get up to speed. Definitely. So I found that Xbox 360 was released in 2001, and Xbox God. One was released in 2013. That's crazy. I was thinking it would be like nine, ten years, just off of like my memory, but it's even more. It's 12, like Twelve years. years. Yep. But um, I mean, if we assume that it's going to be another twelve years between this console and the next one, which it probably won't, it'll probably be less. I'm guessing. Well, they're coming out with the Scarlet next year. Yeah. So that's how many years six is that? Six years. Between? So yeah, it's probably. Like, I guess we could assume like five years. And are you counting like the pros or whatever the fuck they call them? I guess not. Uh, like the slims and shit like that. I don't know what <laughs> they do. Got to come out there. with at least one or two yeah, new yeah, versions halfway yeah. through. <laughs> oh, X Bone X. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Um. But yeah, so there's there's definitely some weird things in that regard. Like, is it better than a console? Like. Is it supposed to substitute a console? Well, like, the the other problem that they're having is at launch, they only have 22 games right. in their library. And, and they're all, like, old games. Yeah, except for, like, Destiny 2 and Red Dead 2. But even then, those are still games that came out last year. So yeah. it's, like, it's not, like, no, old, old, but it's, like, kind of old. I mean, know? when you compare it to Mortal Kombat X, that's old. Mm-hmm. Well, was not the same last year, November. I guess it is. Same time as uh, Red Dead Two. I guess, but in the, like, but when you have Destiny Two and Red Dead Two and other versions of the game that don't, don't come out, 
it doesn't feel that old compared to mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, where it feels old because the new version is already out. Is there already 11. a new? Yeah, X. Yeah. Right. So. Wait, no, actually, wait. I think it is 11. The 11? Oh. I think we wrote, we wrote down the wrong nice. game. <laughs> nice. My bad. Um, yeah, so it does, it does have 11. Okay. Uh, but I, I, like, the thing for it doesn't me. Have, does it have Fortnite? That's all that matters. Nope. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm actually kind of, now that you mentioned it, I'm kind of surprised they didn't, like, team up with Fortnite and get that game on there. But I guess it's a free-to-play game. Yeah. But even then, like, if you have Stadia... Yeah, you just have it so it's free to play, and then while well, the purchases go to Epic, and then Google yeah. takes a cut, they wouldn't want that. <laughs> no. I guess not. Um, what was I going to say, though? Right, uh, Red Dead, right? Like, yeah. most of these games, because they're old games, if you wanted them... You already probably have them. You already have them. Yeah. So it's like, you're not going to get Stadia. I just can't imagine buying Stadia right now and then looking at the list of games and being like, oh, I could get Red Dead right now on my PC and play it at like 60 frames 4K, but I'm going to choose to... Well, I guess like some people can't do that, obviously, but um, I I just can't imagine choosing to either rebuy it or to... uh, Sorry, um, lost my train of thought. Rebuy it or buy it for the first time on Stadia. If I bought it yeah. for the first time, I feel like I wouldn't. I wouldn't be getting it just because I bought Stadia. Yeah, that's true. Um, some other weird games. I feel like Just Dance is an interesting one. Yeah. I, like it, it only yeah. if you it only works really on your TV. If you're doing like Just Dance, you're not gonna like play Just Dance on your phone. <laughs> you know. How do you, how do you play it even <laughs> like when it's on your phone? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Tomb Raider. Uh, no one cares about Tomb Raider. I don't know if you, uh, anyone's noticed, but yeah. people people have not loved Tomb Raider much over the last three games. It's like it's always gotten like seventy seven on like Metacritic. Yeah, or but it's something. not bad. It's, like, it's just uh, right. Like, but know. I have to pay for it. I get okay. You know, <laughs> I just feel like I, I wouldn't really want any of these games. Like the only thing I think is kind of interesting is guilt. Um. It's because their it's original, right? It's yeah, it's like their only original. Yeah, that's like literally if they have, if they had like three originals, then it would be worth getting. But they have one, and it's like an indie game. Yeah, it it's is. like twenty dollars or something. I don't even know exactly how much it is. Um, and then they have old ass games. They have old <laughs> games like like uh, I think they have a couple Final Fantasy games, like some of the older ones. Yeah, they have like some weird Attack on Titan game, Metro mm-hmm. Exodus. Wolf and, the Wolfenstein Young Blood, which was not really received that well. No, it was actually horribly received. Yep. People, it was like a RPG twist on like the Wolfenstein games. I, I actually didn't even know it came out. I was like, oh, what? I remember I was talking with one of my friends, and I was like, didn't Young Blood come out? I remember hearing that last year. Hmm. And then we checked, and it came out like three months ago when we checked, and, and we'd never even noticed because oh. no one played it. That's how no I felt cared. about Battlefield. Battlefield five. one or five, yeah, yeah, definitely. It was definitely but a lot yeah. of flops these last couple of years. Yeah, so I mean, we don't really have to go through the rest of them. It's just basically that this is like they're old games and they're not worth like getting mm-hmm. the Stadia for because you probably already have them, and if you don't have them, you didn't want them anyway. Right. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I think that you know maybe part of it is that they really just don't actually want you to buy it. They're like, hey, we have games because we can't release this without games. But we don't actually want you to buy it. 
I think they're so uh, I, like you and I have talked previous to this, but I w- I was kind of thinking that this is sort of they're trying to pull like a Tesla move on us where they come out with like the really expen like the high end like you can only pay for a hundred thirty dollars to get the controller the Chromecast <laughs> and then you get the service the Pro right and all the the higher cost up front is going to help subsidize for later when the the free version comes out and you can buy the just the controller by itself. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they don't really like they don't even know who this is for. I mean, my my best guess is like no one wants this right now because there's no reason to want it unless you're just like rich and you're just like, oh, I guess I'll just get it, you know, because it's mm-hmm. like, why not? Yeah, it's like I'll buy a couple of games and just, you know, maybe I can like play on the bus now. Or, yeah. Well, no, you can't because you need Internet. You can only, you can oh, yeah, only, it can only be Wi-Fi yeah. unless you have like a hotspot or something yeah. and like the hotspot has enough cell phone signal. And you have like an unlimited data plan. Um, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, because otherwise, oh, let me play around my house, like in every TV. But then you need the Chromecast Ultra anyway. Yeah. So it's. I mean, even then, it's kind of weird. So I'm not sure. Like, it's not really. It doesn't feel like it's being sold to anybody. And then they're they have all these features that aren't even going to be at release. I, um. Do you, hold on. Do you think that they? want to figure out what's wrong with it possibly like the things they have to work through before yeah. they come to like the full version like what to that like the base version that everybody would probably have i think it's like a mixture of things i think it's like i think that stadia is supposed to be competing with the next gen consoles okay i think that's the whole point of it and their their idea is like hey let's get this thing out a year before next gen consoles let's get some return on investment up front with 130 dollar purchases and then over the entirety of 2020, we're going to turn on or like implement all of these features mm. that we're supposed to have. Yeah. And by, you know, September, October, uh, November of next year, 2020, it will have caught up to where everyone else is at. And then like also, you know, when a new game does come out now following the launch of Stadia, it will be on Stadia. So like Cyberpunk mm. 2020, which will come out like, you know, second quarter next year yeah. is going to be on Stadia. And then okay. now there's a game that's worth purchasing mm-hmm. that no one that you don't own yet. Okay. So I don't think they're actually really betting on purchases of this beyond like experimental purchases. Yeah, that's what it feels like totally. So it's like people who want to test it, people who want to like try it out, who just have the extra cash laying around to do it. Because, I mean, on the other side, too, right? You need good internet to even use this as well. Yeah. So, like, poor people, this is not in any way, like, part of it, the idea is, like, oh, I only have to spend $10 a month. Therefore, it's more accessible than a $300 console to, like, people who don't make as much money. Yeah. But it's not. Because you need to have good internet. And typically, if you're struggling financially, you're not going to have, like, 100 megabits per second. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't even play single-player games without internet. Actually, I, I think the the average in America, we wrote it down, is 18.7 megabits per second. Yeah. And they recommend, I think, 20. 20. Yep. Okay. So less than 50% of the country. Yep. And it's like a bell curve, too. So some people might <laughs> only have five well, or yeah, seven. Well, that's what or, I'm saying. Average. Yeah. So like 50%. Yeah. Can't even play. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not. Don't even have the recommended. So there's there's serious, serious, like... Faults yeah, right now in, in the whole design mm-hmm. of this structure. I, I, like I said, though, I think it, its whole purpose is that it's supposed to be good by 
October, November next year. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, like I already like I'm upset that I have to play any sort of single player game that is always online. Like, why did <laughs> yeah. you make it always online? It's so stupid. <laughs> like, so now we now with this, you have to be connected online if you want to play a single player game because that's how you're getting your game. It's not local saves. It's like almost like the next level beyond always online. Yeah. It's like everything, no matter what, yeah. is always online. You can't even like turn it on without internet. Also, so I just had, what happens if like Stadia goes down and just now like you, you paid for like, do you pay for like Red Dead and you pay through their like, do they have like um, a launcher that you're buying it through or somewhere and then like you have access everywhere else or... If you have the game, you can like download it and have it locally. Like, there's no. I think it's like an app gonna... kind of thing. Like, if you have it okay. on your phone, you like launch the app. Okay. Or if you and have it, it on like your. Because that means like if they go down, then that's it. Like you paid for a game and you're never gonna be able to play it like offline. By down, just to clarify, you don't mean like there was an outage. You mean, you mean like, like done in two for... years they yeah. go, hey guys, um, turns out that only like right. 10,000 people are currently users on Stadia and it's completely and totally yeah. unprofitable. Yes. So we're just going to yeah, turn can't it all keep off. keep the servers on, yeah. That would, yeah. I mean, they, like, I think uh, that they basically have to keep it on or else they're going to suffer massive backlash. They have to give you the game to download at that point. Yeah, maybe they'll like give everyone Steam codes or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For all the games that they bought. It It definitely seems like they either have to like go hundred percent in on this, or don't even do it at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna keep at it. Yeah. So, like, you're you're trying to get to um, like when, because we just launched it right, and between now and the base like launch, they're missing features, <laughs> and that's like a problem for people like. Like along with like the reviewers not telling, like not having access to tell us what's good. Now we're not even gonna get something that's gonna that you're paying for and we didn't even know like exactly when most of these features will come out exactly early 2020 yeah exactly sometime in 2020 exactly so i guess we can go through that some of that so the first one is stream connect which is their version of like a local Mm co-op right where you can hop like kind of hop in your friend's game is that what it's supposed to be or is it like actually so i'm not the the when reading this it was like a little confusing because it says basically you can play locally with a friend. Okay. But I mean, if you if you're in like a giant server room and every every one of these servers is running these games, um, you're essentially all local, right? Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's kind of what they mean is like the ability to, um, I, I guess play like games that maybe would otherwise not work online. So I think actually, so from what I. Yeah, I kind of just did a quick search, and it says that it's a split-screen view that yeah. will be powered by separate Stadia instance. That's weird. It's like, I guess it's like split-screen, but with two computers. Yeah, basically. Yeah, because as I was kind of saying it, I think it dawned on me that it was basically like what co-op would feel like. Because there's like some games on um, Steam that uh, that me and one of my my like big online friends play a lot of that are like roguelike games and stuff, but Mm. they're made by indie studios and the indie studios don't have like the funding and they don't prioritize multiplayer um, support, but you can play those games multiplayer locally. 
So you can't like do it online, but so like this would allow you to play that game even if you're online. So like games essentially wouldn't have to do it's basically like they wouldn't have to set up networking themselves. Oh. If that makes sense. Sort of. I guess I guess so. Like net code and stuff and then like you know, dedicated servers and peer to peer, like, you know, which one do you do or whatever, blah, 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 blah. This is like peer to peer, but everyone's in the same fucking room. Yeah. So okay. there's no, there's no problems with peer to peer. Yeah. Like if I have an Xbox and I'm playing, you know, Siege and it, it originally, I don't know if you know this, but Siege when it first came out was peer to peer. So there would be like connection issues all the time and people would get like just kicked out of games. Um, but, if I mean the reason why that would happen is because it'd be like running the server on somebody's computer, and maybe that person's like, you know, not. Uh, do you know like an NAT is a network? What is it? I forget what um, it stands for. Um, is those near? But basically, it's like your ability to connect to connect to other people. So okay. like if you have like a crappy NAT, like yeah, a moderate, if, if it's not the same type, sometimes it's network um, address translation. That's it. Um. But, like, so people wouldn't be able to always play, and there'd be these network issues and stuff. But essentially, since everything is technically local, and then they're yeah. taking the information and sending it to you, they can run things locally, uh, peer-to-peer, and have, like, no problems with yeah. internet. Okay. Um, and then same thing, like I said, a game that the indie studio couldn't afford paying network engineers to, like create a whole like system that allows them to connect and search for games and set up servers and whatnot or whatever. Um, they don't have to do that now because Stadia will just do it for them. Okay. So I think that's what that is. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that sounds about right. So that's not, that's not on this basically, you can call it like a first run of, of Stadia, mm-hmm. let's call it that, I guess. Up until 2020, they don't know what's coming out. Whenever in 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then there's crowd play, which mm-hmm. is uh, what allows streamers to play with viewers to, so if they're playing a game, they can allow their viewers to queue up with them if they want to join their squad on Fortnite or mm-hmm. play in like an NBA, whatever, to join their team to play. That's not here either. So that's like another reason why this feels so empty that they don't know who they're trying to sell this to because they're not selling it to streamers even. Yeah. You can't even do this. Now you're missing a big part of the market that you would have grabbed if it was compared to like uh, to, to like uh, like Xbox or, or any other console or PC. Like PC, okay, you can already kind of do like set up pretty easy, much easier usually, but not even like as seamless as they're saying it is where you're... Uh, whether you're supposed to be a think that has to do also with being on youtube maybe is that the same well that one? yeah I that's, think that's what it is the... so you can just go and they like invite you and over youtube you can just click to join mm-hmm. then the game that they're playing pops up and you then it like yeah puts you in a queue to join their game and then i think video capture uh you can there or so yeah so that you, you will be able to capture 30 seconds of video Okay, so like replays, yeah. Like previous three seconds. But um, that's not on here. Not yet. Yeah. Sometime okay. in twenty twenty. Oh my gosh. Um, and it only goes up to ten eighty p. You can't do it in four k. Hmm. Whatever. And um, another interesting thing is that they were going to add eventually is the ability to, if you're paying for, I guess it, you'd have to pay for Pro. I'm not sure exactly, but okay. I think if you pay for Pro, you can give somebody else three months of Pro. Okay. Um. Which is like Buddy Pass, as I think yeah. they're calling it. 
Okay. And that's not going to be out at launch either. Uh, okay. I'm. I feel like that kind of makes more a little bit of sense. Cause like, so you like pay the hundred thirty dollars now, and yeah. then like at some point everyone gets it. So then all those people, that's a smart move. Yeah. Basically, like every person who owns it when it comes out will then mm-hmm. give it to somebody else who yeah. then gets it for three months. Yeah. And then then maybe. But even then, it's like you get it, but then you still have to buy a game on it. So at the end of three months, you can never play mm-hmm. that game again. So well, there you go. That's exactly how. Right, they're like well, strangleholding no, you. Can, though. So the, oh, right, because the base is gonna be right. Working. So you're giving them the pro, right? I think that's what mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, the Stadia Pro. You're gifting them that. So then at the end, you can still play because they say ex- like explicitly, if you choose to cancel Stadia Pro, you can play the games you've already purchased on t- on Stadia Base without a subscription. Right. So. Um, and then compat or sorry, um, state sharing is another cool feature where you could like send people your save okay files. to play like a certain part of the game like right. yeah i remember them like talking about like oh if it's a horror game and like there's some crazy like part coming up and you're like low on like supplies like some intense shit or whatever then you can like mm-hmm. send your buddy it to play from that exact point and like experience what you experienced like you can probably put up like codes or whatever like like if you're streaming you can put up a code to like access that spot like a highlight like if you put a highlight on your youtube channel then you can be like oh like you can get go play right from here yeah yeah Yeah. it will be cool but like like i said that's still that's not out no and then like there's no compatibility with older chromecast ultras you have to use the one that comes with it or else it will not work i think i think they're trying to isolate this really for testing this is what it feels like i mean when you boil it down, it actually, like, if you try to explain what it is to somebody at its core, it's like you're paying $130 for a controller, and you get a service where you still have to buy your games yourself. There's only 22 of them, and you don't actually really want any of them. Mm-hmm. There's, like, n- tons of features missing that are in normal consoles already. You have to have 20 megabits per second to play it, and the only advantage is you can play it on your, like, smartphone because yeah. otherwise it's no different than playing on your pc or your xbox yeah and on top of that if you play a whole weekend you'll like accumulate two terabytes of data fucking using up your internet and then if you have like data caps or you know you you have um throttling at certain like milestones of data you're just gonna like fuck yourself so you basically not only need 20 megabits per second or more you also need to have unlimited data caps Mm -hmm. or no throttling to even use it so it it just it like it almost feels completely unusable for anybody other than somebody who's like once again like rich yeah yeah has um uh what's the word for it whatever sort of wealth that they can just like throw away um and then i think like mobile doesn't have like parties or voice chat achievements don't pop up yeah, and that, that just... Yeah, I mean, with not, like, having mobile parties or voice chat, you I feel like you're not going to get, like, a full experience on how it's going mm-hmm. to how, how it's gonna play. Because, it, like like I said, it feels very isolated that they're trying to test it. Like, they even came out, like, Founders Edition. That, it tells you what it is. It's these people that are paying in to fa- found the Stadia. Mm-hmm. So right. then in 2020, we can get the whole thing. And it's like... Oh, okay, like this is actually the real thing. The beginning was, eh, not really. You just putting in money. It's like backers, basically. If I would yeah. call it, I think it's a like a good way of thinking about it. It's like a Kickstarter, and you're you're getting like a a very watered down version of it now, 
but by this time next year we'll have all the features we'll have all the new games we'll you know we'll be an option mm-hmm. for somebody who doesn't want to pay 300 or 400 mm-hmm. or 500 dollars for the next console yeah i guess because you're paying like the 130 dollars you're getting the the controller and the chromecast and then three months of mm-hmm. this you're like by the time this features come out you're gonna have to start paying you don't even know what you're getting at that point i think that's true too because you, you got the stuff you played it with the way it is and now it's like oh now the full stuff's come out now you can pay the ten dollars maybe that's their incentive to keep people because i don't know well you know i think one thing that'll definitely be a big seller of this when the next gen consoles come out um i think there's i would have to double check this maybe you want to look this up but i think there's like rumors that they're going to be even more expensive than the last gen the consoles really yeah. or maybe uh, they're not i'm i think I they're a little bit more that. i did not hear that just because they like have so much more maybe. going on or maybe we can i think maybe we might have touched on this in one episode when i kind of mentioned that they're gonna like put a bunch it's gonna get more expensive because of the stuff going into it that's mm-hmm. comparable to like a like a PC, right? It's supposed to be like a 4K PC yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when like you're you're given the choice, five hundred dollars right now, or zero dollars slash ten dollars a month, but you still have to pay for the games either way. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll go for the Stadia. Yeah. But I guess if you're like a hardcore gamer and you want to play more than one or two or three games or whatever, it's still probably better to just get an Xbox and Xbox Games Pass. Yeah, because so- there's just so many. Fun. From what I found, it says that the Scarlet is going to be about 400 to $450, which is not much. It was like $400 was kind of, I know PlayStation was $400. I think they were or both, right? Five, $400 so, or $500. I think they were both $399, right? Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's $50 extra, but... You know, when when the when parents the time rolls around, you know maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe they'll advertise this to parents, not to kids. Be like, hey, do you want to spend four hundred and fifty dollars on your child's so next console? Though. It's like, well, instead you can spend zero dollars and get Stadia. You just have to pay for the games. So misleading, though. Mm-hmm. Because like even when you buy a game, you think that that's it, you're done. You bought console and the game, and then you have to pay ever again. But now you're paying monthly to keep being able to play the game. Well, remember the base, you don't have to keep paying oh, that's to true. play. That's true, that's true. So it's actually like $0 for oh, a console, essentially. Just, uh, yeah. But you just like don't get a ton of features and stuff. Okay, yeah, you're right. So I mean, I think that's, that's okay. really what they're doing, is they're trying to be like, hey, we're the cheaper version, you know, the cheaper option. So mm-hmm. long as you're paying for good internet, mm-hmm. and you have it available in your area, we're the cheaper option. Okay. Hopefully fucking ISP. So- somebody's got to do something about ISPs being like complete trash, though. Our infrastructure in the United States also sucks. So something something's got to happen there for this to. Really Elon work. Musk. He already said he's putting out more of those uh, uh, satellites for mm-hmm. the internet. So hopefully, even more is going to come. And then we're going to get Wi-Fi from space, and then there's it won't your, matter. the yeah. bit bit more competition for the land gra- the ground lines that are coming mm-hmm. in. So, and the other thing is, I, I as much as like there are aspects of Elon that make him kind of a dick, he does like. You're giving people yeah. Oh, yeah. get like something quality. Like oh, he's not going to pull an ISP move and like give you, you know, data caps and uh, throttling. I, I, I would guess I can't say for certain, obviously, but right. He seems to be like the slightly more like morally lined um, 
morally aligned uh, tech guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, we, we definitely hit on that in our, our episode all about him. Didn't we, uh, did we talk about how, like, he has, like, open um, patents on, yeah. like, all the Tesla yeah, we, stuff? Yeah, and... definitely. So he's, he definitely um, is a little bit better than yeah. these, like, fuckers, like Comcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, it's Spectrum. Okay, yeah. Well, because no one likes Comcast, and we decided that we had to reband our entire company. You're, okay. What? You're going to say something? No, I was just going to say that uh, we're kind of off topic now. Are we? I mean, we got to Elon Musk. I don't yeah. know how we jumped to Elon <laughs> Musk. Um, I mean, that's pretty much pretty much everything. Yeah, we kind of went through kind of disappointing, I guess, until you kind of, like, even if you do realize that it's probably more of a... It's a long-term Iso- game. Yeah, long-term game, sort of isolated release. That's not supposed to be, like, the full thing. Mm-hmm. That, like... I don't expect anybody I know to even own it or have it at all. So I just feel bad for somebody who is like not intelligent enough or informed enough to like know not to get it. So like some parent might see it and be like, "Oh my god, this would be so fun to buy for my kid, one hundred and thirty dollars." You know, who knows? Maybe like a grandma or an uncle might buy. I think it you can like... right now. I mean, I don't know that it's not in stores, but I feel like it's only through the Google Store online. Yeah, I mean that doesn't really help, but I mean if everyone. I think it's like almost 50% of everybody in the entire country is buying things exclusively through the internet now. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I know, but like you're not going to PlayStation.com to buy a fucking PlayStation or Xbox.com to buy an Xbox. You're going to like Amazon or Best Buy.com. Right. Like, I don't think, I think this is just here. I don't, I mean, I don't actually know. I probably should look that up, but it's fine. Yeah, so I guess let us know uh, what you guys think about Stadia. Yeah, or, I mean, if you buy it too. Yeah. Like, leave a comment straight yeah. up. Tell us, like, whether or not you enjoy it, what your yeah, experience if it's is. worth it. Hell yeah. Yeah. See you guys next week. As always, thank you for listening and following. Check us out every Thursday on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Anywhere podcasts are available. You can find us on Instagram at Unstoppable Force Podcast and Twitter at UForcePod for news and updates. We'll see you guys next week. And, and until, until then, then, stay unstoppable. unstoppable.